with the path of initiation that we offer in Inner Light Ministries, the path of sound and light, which is the path of the grace of the Holy Spirit, it is a simple pathway. It is so simple that sometimes it's too simple for people. And they look ever to try to make it more complex, to make it more complicated, you know, more involved in the world. And it really isn't about the world at all. It is really an inner pathway. It's all about the inner. It's not about the outer. It's all about the soul and the realms of spirit. It's not about the mind, the emotions, and the body. And if we can remember that and keep moving to simplicity, the path will be a lot easier. But if we allow the mind to keep putting things onto the pathway and focusing into the world to fulfill those things that we think we have to do to live a spiritual life, we just complicate it. There's nothing we have to do to live a spiritual life or to be spiritual other than to be loving. And to sit down every day and share our loving with God in meditation and allow God to share God's loving with us. And then take that loving into our daily life. There's nothing we have to do other than that but to be loving, to live the loving, and to allow the loving to live in us, through us, around us, in all that we are, in all that we do, wherever we are. So, in your life, as an initiate, or as one who is looking to find God, remember, God is inside. Not in the world, but inside. God is found inside. And then once you connect there, the journey begins. And if you are looking for God elsewhere, pay attention to where it is you're looking and what it is you're looking to find God in. And realize God is in everything we see out here. Everything. When God created, God created with God's essence. So everything we see, even here in this creation, is God in manifestation. But it isn't God in the fullest of its manifestation. It's in movement towards the fullness. An ant in an ant bed is an expression of God's expression of loving moving towards its own fulfillment. And one of these days, it will know itself as a divine flow of loving in God. But it isn't God knowing right now. So if you go down into an ant bed and start talking to an ant, oh God, so now what am I supposed to do with my life? If you're lucky, it'll just walk on by. If it's smart, it'll come and sting you, so you'll leave it alone. And not follow it around for the rest of your life going, well, when are you going to tell me? I'm waiting. That sounds kind of foolish, but that's what we are doing sometimes in our lives. We look outside of ourselves thinking that somebody is wiser than us, knows better than us, is more spiritual than us. So we go to them looking for solution, for answers. I can say this. Your truth lies inside. And nobody in the outer can share with you your truth. No one. 
No one, no one, no one. Not even me. It is really for you to find your truth inside yourself. Now, I might be able to assist you in connecting into how to be aware of that flow of truth that is the God in you through the action of meditation, through the focus on the sacred name, through letting go of all those things that are separated you from God and the knowing of God inside. But only you can go inside and connect to God directly yourself. I can't do it for you. Nobody can do it for you. Only you. And it's only there that you're going to get the knowing of your truth that is God in you. Only there. If you look outside yourself, you're going to get bits and pieces, but you're not going to get the wholeness. The only place you're going to get the wholeness of the truth that you're looking for is inside. Now, another key on this path of initiation, when you get your soul initiation or the initiation to the soul realm, which is what we do in Inner Light Ministries, giving you the five names at once. The journey has just begun. And it is a journey. It's a journey through all your illusions, through all your make-believe, through all your karma. It's a journey. It's a walk. But it's not a walk in the outer. It's a walk in the inner. For some who have taken initiation, they are assuming that now that they've got the five names and now that they're meditating regularly, that they should be soul illumined, soul aware, soul awake in six weeks or six months. And I wish that that was true. And maybe for a few, that even may be true. But for the majority of us, it's a walk. Just like life is a walk. You're born. You learn to walk. You learn to talk. You begin to understand how to work in this world, to live in this world, to be in this world. You learn about independence and so on. There's a process of maturing into the world out here. Well, there's also a process of spiritual maturing inside as you're meditating, of growing up. No, the teachings say that you must be born again in the Spirit. And so that is what initiation is. Initiation is to be born again. And so as a child now born in the Spirit, there is a process of maturing, of growing up as a soul aware, soul awake, soul doing inward and outward. And it takes time for that maturing to take place. So don't expect immediately to be spiritual, to be soul aware, to be soul conscious, to be able to look inside and get the ultimate answers to all your questions. God's there right now. God's answering every question you put forward. But you may not have come awake to the level where He is speaking to you. And so you're not yet hearing Him fully. 
But in time, that will take place in its own way. And it's different for each of us, even though it's the same. It's a different process of awakening and how we come to know God inside. So be patient in this process of, of maturing spiritually, of growing up from that child of God that you are into the spiritual adult, into the spiritual being. And in truth, you right now as soul are perfect and complete in the realm of soul right now. From the very moment your soul came into existence, it was whole and complete. And there is nothing that can ever change that. But the soul came into this creation for experience. It came into this experience so that the soul could come into greater understanding of the power of creativity that the soul holds within it. And the action of loving in this creation and how to manifest that loving. So that the soul comes into yet a greater fullness of itself and capable of expressing its true essence in all of God's creation, not just in the realm of soul. So there's nothing the soul has to do other than just be itself. And what we are doing in our meditation is we are not trying to perfect the soul, to purify the soul, to cleanse the soul, to make it right so God will take it back, to fix something that's broken. It's not broken. In our meditation, all we are doing is waking up. Waking up where we have gone asleep. We've gone asleep by looking down and out into this creation. We have gone asleep. And it is for us to now wake up. Not wake up in this world, but to wake up in the realm of soul. Wake up and know who we truly are. Wake up beyond the mind. Stop identifying ourselves as the mind, the emotions, or the body. And wake up and know I am the living, loving essence of the Lord. I am a child of God. I am divine essence. I and God are one. I am that I am. I am. But to know that, not to just speak it, but to know it. But it's also good to speak it even before you know it, as I was sharing earlier. Begin to speak it. Say to yourself, I am a child of God. I am divine. I am the living, loving essence of the Lord. Even if I don't believe it, I am. And eventually you will begin to see it manifesting in every part of your being because you are now speaking it. Speak it and it becomes so. Say you're stupid and you will become stupid. Say that you are divine and you will realize that you are divine. So even if you do not believe it, begin to speak it. That you are the divine, living, loving essence of the Lord. That you are a child of God. And realize it will take time for you to come into the fullness of the understanding of that. I know that from my own experience. Back when I began 
the process of meditation, when I move from prayer into meditation, and I began to focus on different affirmations and statements to say. And when I began to focus on I am the I am omnipotent, I'm omnipresent, and I'm, I'm well, and I am omniscience with God. Then, and I began to say that over and over and over again, for nine, I'm sorry, for ninety days, I said that, over and over and over, in my prayers, in my meditation, during the day, whenever my mind was not on work or driving, I was saying, I am one with the omnipresence, the omnipotence and the omniscience of God. There, I got it out. <laughs> and after, on the, about the 91st or 92nd day, as I was saying it in my meditation, all of a sudden, everything just changed. And I know what those words mean. I know what that is, that aspect of God is, that omnipresence of God, the omnipotence of God, the omniscience of God. I know what that is. I moved into the fullness of that, in the God within my soul that is me. And I experienced it fully. But it takes time. And chanting these things of God brings you into the greater part of that, where you move into the fullness of the divine that you are, into that divine, living, loving essence of the Lord that you are. And it takes time. It may take months. It may take years. There are some people in meditation, it takes 10, 12, 15 years for them to finally wake up in their soul and know that it's true and know that they are divine. For some, it takes weeks. For some, it takes months. But even then, when you wake up into that, whether it's weeks, months, or years, then there's a whole other part of the unfolding of the awareness of what you've just moved into. You've just glimpsed into something. Now it's moved into the fullness of it. So even then, it's a game of patience and perseverance and ever to choose into this new way of being rather than the old. So be patient. Be kind and loving with yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Well, why aren't I seeing God yet? Why aren't I hearing the sounds yet? Why don't I see this yet? Why don't I get perfect guidance inside yet? Why is my life still such a mess? Because those are the things you're affirming. You're saying it. You're saying that your life is a mess because you're saying, why is my life such a mess? Start saying something different. Start doing something different. Live life differently. Affirm life differently. And it becomes so. But when I started saying that I was Slim Jim, I didn't lose 50 pounds in 50 days. I lost 50 pounds in one year. About a pound a week. But I was really happy. At the end of that year, I had lost a lot of weight. And I felt really so much better about myself. And so many things had lined up differently inside of me because of that. And so it is in this process. If you go inside and meditate every day, 
there's going to be a part of God waking up inside of you every day, even if you don't know it. If you sit down, you close your eyes, you hold your attention on the seat of the soul, and you begin to chant the name of God in loving, and just say, Lord, I love you as I speak your name. I love you. You're going to allow some aspect of God in you to wake up, to come more present. You know and then what the challenge is? Is you've got to live your life differently. Because now that aspect of God's going to be held there in place, going, now I want to live. I want to manifest in your consciousness. I want to manifest in your expression. And you're going, well, I'm not meditating now. That's okay, thank you. I'm going to do it the old way. But that part of you that is God in you, that has woke up, is going to say, no, no. I'm awake. Don't put me back to sleep. Don't go back to sleep. Don't, don't ignore me. Let me live in you now. Let me fulfill in you so that more of God can wake up in you. That you can wake up more in God. That God in you can be one. That you can know that. No, no, that's okay. You know, these things work for me. I've got my life just so well planned out and, and I can control it. I, I've, got, I've, got it I've got it just perfect. And, and if you get involved, you're going to mess it up. Well, then why did you invite me in? Well, I didn't know I did. I just want to know God. Well, to know God is to live God. To live God is to love God. To love God is to love all things. You've got to do your life lovingly. Well, wait a minute. Uh, I can't love it all and control it too. That's right. I'm speaking from my own experience when I say this. I would find these aspects of God, and I'll tell you what, those three words I meditated on, they woke up so much inside of me so quick that it was a real challenge for me to all of a sudden look into my old patterns and my old ways and have the omnipresence, the omnipotence, and the omniscience of God awake inside of me at some level, going, well, don't you want to live it this way? Don't you want to be omnipresent? Don't you want to be omniscient? Don't you want to be omnipotent in how you live your life? And I go, but that's God. That's not me. And that voice would go, but God and you are one. That is you. And I'd go, What? No, 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 no. I just said, I'm one with. Yeah, you are one with. You and God are one. And I'd go, well, wait a minute. What have I done here? <laughs> because all that is the all-knowing, the all-powerful, the all-present of God does want to live in all of us, in all that we do. So in your meditation... Every day that you sit down and you close your eyes, you focus on the seat of the soul, and you chant the name of God, I guarantee a spark becomes brighter inside. That divine spark that is God in you, your soul, seated here at the seat of the soul, becomes brighter. Now, when I say it becomes brighter, it doesn't really become brighter its brilliance is always the same from the beginning of its moment of creation, the soul, to the moment it returns back into the fullness with God, it is the same. But from our perspective, as we look at it, it becomes brighter. Because 
we become aware of another part of its glowing light. We become aware of another flicker of the flame, another tongue of that divine flame that is ever there present. And it shines brighter into our consciousness and brighter into our lives because of it. And it also calls us to let go of those things of the world that doesn't allow the expression of that full light into your creation, into your life, into your expression. It calls us to let go of those things. You know, don't be around those people. They're not supporting the spiritual being that you are. Be with that that does support that. Don't go and, and do this. Don't go and participate in that. Don't believe in that. Don't practice that anymore. Don't think that anymore. It calls you to be aware of all those things that are not supporting you into the divine that you are and ask you to begin to choose another way of living. Have any of you experienced that? And that shakes you to the core sometimes because it's calling you to let go of all those things that you've made important or that you've worked so hard to get in your life. And now it's saying, give it up. So, what's more important? The things of this world that are transient at the most or God that is ever-present? That is really you. That's the choice that we have to make. And there's no one that can make that choice but you. And every day it's going to be a different action. Some days the world's going to be more important. You're going to get out of your meditation and go and go in the world and God's going to go, hello, I'm with you. Pay attention. I want to wake up more in you. I want to live more in you. I want you to live more in me. Come on. And you're going to go, not today. I want to go do this. I want to go do that. And God's going, okay, well, I'll come along even though you're not going to let me participate fully with you. I'm still with you because you are me. We are one. And other days you'll go and life will just flow because you are just living in the divine essence of who you really are. And you're allowing it to live in everything that you do. The words you speak, the actions you do, everything is more divine emanation rather than the minds and the emotions and the ego and the body. So be patient in this process of waking up. Be patient and don't put a timetable on it. Well, I got initiated in May. I should now be soul aware as of January 3rd. I hope it's true. I pray that it's true. And if it's true, I want to be present with you when you wake up. Into the knowing of that, both here and on the inner. I will be there with you on the inner when you wake up. I know that because I've been there when people wake up on the inner. I've taken people there and I know what that's like. And I know the journey they've walked because I have walked it with them. As a spiritual teacher, that's my role is to walk with the initiate every step of the way. Even when they don't know that I'm there. Even when they don't know 
that that is what we are doing, both Brian and myself. We are present in there. We are present in your misery and in your joy. We are present in that. And more than that, it is really the Holy Spirit that is present in that with you. We are only an ex ex expression of that in your life until you know it for yourself. That the relationship really is about you and the Holy Spirit. But we, as servants of the Lord, walk with you every step of the way on this journey of awakening back into the heart of God. We walk with you. We walk you up each level. We see the doors that you slam shut. And sometimes we're the ones going up and knocking on the door to see if we can get it to open for you because you're just so stubborn, you're not going to do it. And at times you struggle against it. But in time, you're grateful for when that door opens because it leads you into a greater place of light, of joy, of acceptance, of loving, of forgiveness. So I do know this walk, both for myself. Brian knows the walk for himself. And we know the walk of assisting others inside as well as out. And we know it's true. And we know it's there. And we know at this level of creation, it takes time. In God's time, it's like this. It's over before it begins. But down here, it's every second of every day of every lifetime until it's done. But in God's time, it's all just shorter than a breath, shorter than a second. And in God's experience, God is one. God is loving. God is whole and complete from the beginning of time to the end of time and beyond. God is beyond time. Soul is beyond time. Your soul right now exists in a place beyond time and space, beyond this creation. And that's what we're waking up to in our meditation. So be patient and be true to your meditation. Don't sit down and go inside and create for yourself uh, something other than meditation. And it's easy to do. We have a problem. We sit down, we close our eyes, we start chanting the name of God, and pretty soon the mind's going, yeah, but what are we going to do with this person? You know, they want the money back, and we don't have the money. So now how are we going to get this money? How are we going to pay this debt? Uh, well, let's see. Now, if I call Uncle Sam, maybe, well, no, no. Uncle Sam's not going to lend us any more money. We've, and all of a sudden, the mind's just off trying to figure out a problem in the world. And an hour and a half later, the mind comes quiet, and we figure, okay, well, I'm finished with meditation. And all the time, what we were doing was just caught up in the mind. That wasn't meditation. 
But then we get up and we go do the day and we go, God, you know, Lord, I came into meditation. I laid all this out in front of you. You haven't given me a solution yet. I keep coming to you every day, laying out all those problems, and you're not giving me any solutions. Well, that's not meditation, for one. And those kinds of actions are just mind trips, trying to figure out a solution of a problem in life. True meditation is ever focusing on God first. Having God, 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 mind kicks in with something, you just say, not now, thank you, but not now. I am focusing on God. And keep your focus on God. And ultimately, all things come into alignment with that flow of loving with God. And the solutions to all the things in the world come forward as well. I know that. You may not like the solution, but the solution will come forward. When I had cancer, I wanted a spiritual healing. I was determined, God, you're going to give me a spiritual healing. I know it. I know it. But what did God say to me? No. He said, you're going to go to a medical doctor. You're going to get chemotherapy. And here's how it's going to look. And here's what you're going to do. This is what you're going to say to the doctor. And it was all laid out. And I kept complaining, you know, Lord, I don't want to do this. I want a spiritual healing. God kept saying to me, then why are you coming to meditation every day? Why are you loving me every day? Why are you allowing my loving to come into you every day? And then you don't take the gift of solution to the situation in your life that I offer you. Why don't you take it? And I go, because it's not what I want. He said, it's not what you want, Jim. It's what is the will of God. It is how the loving of God wants to manifest in your life to its fulfillment. Would you do this for me? And I went, has anybody else ever done this for you? Really? To the point of having to go chemotherapy? And he said, I can tell you one place where you can read about it. And I go, what? Where? And he said, read about the story of Jesus' crucifixion. Did he not want to have this passed by? He didn't want to do it? And I kept coming to him and saying, but this is for my fulfillment. Would you do this for me? And I went, Okay, what's the name of the doctor? <laughs> it is in God's way, in God's love, that we want to live our lives. And if we will just move into the flow of that, we will begin to see it manifest in such wonderful, wonderful ways. And just to kind of close this tonight, I don't know where we are time-wise, just to kind of close this tonight, one way that I can demonstrate that is just what happened last week with Doug, with his transition, and with me sharing at the very end of the evening about how I was just going to have to get online and try to find a joke a day to get on my computer so I'd have a remembrance of Doug and his way of joking and laughing in life. And then all of a sudden, what happened? I didn't have to do a thing. It was right there on my coat waiting for me. I have no idea who it came from, and you know what? I don't want to know the person that did it, because I know who did it. It was God and Doug that manifested that there for me, through the God and somebody. 
I know that. That's why it said Doug on the on the card, even though I know Doug didn't physically buy it. But I know that the Lord that was in Doug, that was the Joker, that ever wanted to laugh and get other people to laugh, manifested itself through the loving of another consciousness and brought it forward in that way. And perfect timing, just like God's timing always is. And that's another challenge. It's not in my time. It's not in your time. It's in God's time. And God's clock seems to be a lot slower than mine. I want it now. You know, I actually wanted it 10 minutes ago. Where is it, God? And God goes, well, it's not time yet. My clock doesn't seem to say it's time yet. Be patient. But Lord, you know, I, I asked 10 minutes ago, and it's supposed to be instantaneous in it, isn't it? And he goes, well, yeah, it's instantaneous. But patience is a part of the instant moment. Be patient and allow it to manifest. So that's the key. Love it all. Be patient with it all. In your meditation, in your daily life, on this spiritual journey, or walking a physical journey. It all works. But have God first in all things. Have God first in your meditation. Have God first at breakfast. Have God first when you're dressing to go to work. Have God first while you're driving. Have God first when you're working. Have God first when you're having lunch. Have God first when you're going to bed. Have God first. I chant the name of God inside as I wake up in the morning. Almost every morning. I can't say every morning. And I do what I can to remember to chant the name of God before I go to bed. Before I go to sleep. And I tell you, when I do that, I go to sleep. I just go right out on the name. And he can tell you that. <laughs> I'm out instantly. If I just focus on the name of God, I'm gone. I go to sleep. No problem. But I don't just go to sleep. My body goes to sleep. I wake up on the other side and keep going. And where do I go? I go into God's grace. I go into God's loving. I go into that river of loving and I move where that river takes me. And oftentimes, it's with those that have been initiated and those that are seeking to assist them in the inner journey, both in the sleep state and in the meditation state. And I am really grateful for that. It's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to be able to participate in that way, in the movement of loving that is God. And it's wonderful to witness and participate with those who are choosing to move into that river of loving through their own focus of loving, through their own practice of meditation, so that we all wake up together. We all know God together. We all live the fulfillment together while we're in the physical form. And again, like Doug, one day you'll wake up. And when you wake up, you look down and see your body somewhere below you and know that you don't have to go back to it anymore. And you'll go, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. 
look at me, I'm free. And off you'll go. And if you practice this action of meditation, if you've kept God first, you won't ever look back again. You won't look back at that body. You won't look at this existence. You won't look at your connections of, of the karmic experience back here, your family, your loved ones, your friends, your work, your possessions. It's done. It's neutralized. It does not exist. Because it's all was just an illusion anyway. And now you're going to go to the truth. You're going to go to the real. You're going to go to God. Okay, I guess that's it. No question and answers. <laughs> I guess that was just God's little joke on me. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was. So, um, for the next five weeks, Brian and I are going to be away. We're going to go spend uh, three months in... No, three months. <laughs> From my mouth to God's ears and into reality, I hope, someday. We're going to go spend three weeks in Maui on vacation. So um, uh, I'm not going to be really that available at all. I'm not going to have do much with my emails, and I'm not going to have my cell phone on. So that's going to be me taking care of me. And so just be aware of that. And if there's an emergency you need to get a hold of us, call Laura Doggett, and then she'll, she'll say what I should have said. <laughs> she'll be our mouthpiece. <laughs> and, uh, and then if we feel like it's necessary, we'll, we will call you and, and, and be with you in that. But otherwise, uh, we're just going to take care of ourselves for three weeks. And then from there, we're going to go to Honolulu to be with our initiates and seekers and people in Hawaii and, and, uh, and do workshops and all kinds of stuff over there. So if you want to come over for a few days in Hawaii and enjoy, please do. And you can participate with us as well. Otherwise, we'll be back February 5th, I believe, and then that Tuesday after that is when we'll be here, which I think is the next day, actually. <laughs> so Bill will be filling in for us while we're gone, and uh, he'll be doing some different things to keep the energy alive here and to keep the uh, spiritual essence alive in all of us and all we're doing here to keep the family together. So please come and participate. I think it'll be a lot of fun. And then Bill also has the abundance class coming up in January. I thought I had that here. Well, it's coming up, yeah, January 15th. So be aware of that as well if you're taking the abundance class. And uh, I'm sure Bill will be sharing about that in the next week or two as well with you all. Anything you want to say, Bill? Okay. Anything you want to say, Brian? Next year. <laughs> yeah. Happy New Year.